Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is Burke in the Game, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Burke in the Game. This is your host of the show, Cheryl Burke, and I've got my podcast dad once again here <laughs> to join us, Sam Rubin from KTLA. How are you, Sam? Good, Cheryl. Uh, you know what? We talked about this on television. The podcast has yeah. been out for a while. The bigger question, how are you doing? Well, you know, I've had mixed feelings. Like I wake up some mornings and I'm like, what the hell did I just do? And then I um, am, you know what? I feel like I, I have empowered a few people, you know, and a lot of women have reached out to me and have said, thank you so much for your vulnerability. You've really helped me in my marriage. But for as far as I'm feeling, um, it's a roller coaster of emotions. And I'm you know, I'm still going through this whole divorce process as well. So like, obviously I am wondering if it's heard the podcast or what's happening on that front. So I can't help, but, um, feel a little bit nervous, but also I feel, I feel like I've accomplished something as far as me and my own mental health. I think this has really helped me in a therapeutic way. All right. That, that, that's really interesting. It, it, let's talk about that a little bit more. In what way do you think it's helped you? Well, it's helped me, first of all, to hear my therapist talk to you and being a fly on the wall a little bit, right? It was interesting just to really learn about my process the past eight years that I've been going to her. You know, normally it takes years for me to hear like a summary um, of what's going on, but to hear her say, you know, Cheryl has commitment issues or she has trust issues really um, made me think really made me just it helped me knowing that I do have trust issues and that this is just a process that I need to work on you know like it just goes back to that accountability all right so there's that and then have you heard from people who've actually taken in uh, the podcast either having listened to it our discussion about it on tv people who uh know what you're trying to accomplish and and what their thoughts might be about it. Well, I think people are like, 
well, what happened to the privacy? I thought you wanted privacy, Cheryl, and now you're airing your dirty laundry. And then a lot of people are DMing me and saying, thank you for your vulnerability and for helping me. I'm also going through a divorce. Um, you know, I think this is not talked about and this is this type of uh, situation, uncomfortable situation isn't talked about enough, I think. And I think a lot of women feel like, okay, they're not alone. That, that to me is always, is a super, super positive thing. Has anybody said, because it does sort of defy convention, has anybody said, because I, I think this is what happens sometimes. I think when people go through the process of a divorce, that's like like this giant timeout and you you emerge afterwards. Right. Um, has has anybody said to you, gee, that would that would be a better approach? You know, this is great, but it's premature. Yeah, because I think people are confused as to why I posted about, you know, my divorce and saying I needed some privacy. I think that people are a little shocked that I've been so outspoken, but I obviously can't predict what's going to happen when I was going through that at that moment. And I did feel a sense of comfort, you know, being able to talk about it, even if it were to a bunch of strangers. It is what it the is. Yeah, that, that's true. The idea that you're getting the support that you're getting. Uh, and the one thing that we talked about from the comfort of your lovely home was your reluctance and reticence to leave your lovely home. <laughs> yeah. Has that, has that improved at all? I have been going out to dinners. I went out to three this week, actually, which is huge. I lost my, I thought I lost my ID. Thank God I found it because I would have had to go to the DMV tomorrow. But um, I definitely have gone out quite a lot to the point where I feel irresponsible. Like, I feel like I my, my, I'm renting a place right now because my house is under uh, renovations. So I just feel a little out of control, which is probably a good thing for me because I'm such a control freak. All right. That's good. And then, and then going out three times, no less. How did that <laughs> feel? Did it feel like, oh, this is something I can slip into? Because I tell you what, I think you're going to have more success, quite obviously, removed from the, you know, four walls of your dwelling than just staying stuck in, inside. Yeah, you know, it, it feels good. I mean, you, mind you, I went out with like Emma Slater from Dancing with the Stars and, you know, we definitely caught up and it was nice to be around other people. But, um, you know, I still get at, I do prefer sitting in a corner in a dark corner of the restaurant. So that's me. I'm the person that's like hiding away from the crowd. But um, hey, at least I got out. It felt good. I did miss my dog. I don't know if that's weird. That's probably codependency issues that I have now that have grown. <laughs> To, to my dog. Um, but yeah, it's been, um, it's been interesting just to like be out and not go and have a drink, for example, you know, like it definitely going out at night, I do start to think about maybe I want to drink or. You know. Oh, well, that, that that's a whole nother uh, thing, yeah. for sure. But the idea, one thing that we talked about, and again, this sort of surprised me, and maybe I was a little bit pushy, because I was like, oh, just meeting somebody for coffee. It's just coffee. It's not that. But the I, the process of going up and going out, do you think that warms you up a little bit for that? Other than the drinking part? Yes, yeah. definitely. Okay. I think that I, I don't think I want to do dinners though, because dinners could be so long. And it's like, what if I don't like the person? I do believe that like we can hike maybe, or just take a walk, okay. uh, take a long walk. So maybe I need to like, lose him no i'm kidding um take a long walk in like a coffee would be okay I, like in a break during the day or something like that but to commit to a dinner i better like you okay i i i really like to hike but somebody just did a comedy bit the other day saying that when a woman offers to go on a hike you know and it was like face it ladies no men want to hike 
They, it's, no. it's, it's nothing any man ever wants to do. No, but I do find that when I'm in motion and I am talking, I think the vulnerability comes out more than just like staring at each other across the table. Okay, that's all right. Now that makes me or would make somebody else want to take you for a hike. That's a really yeah. interesting that that see, here's the thing that 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 I think you've been taking the time to do, which a lot of people either are afraid to do or don't have the time to do. Do do you think now as much as ever you're you're in the process of getting better to know yourself? A hundred percent. Yeah. I think that my identity has been a little skewed, you know, from coming here, just moving here, coming from the ballroom competitive world to being here and then having to figure out, like, I remember, I'll never forget dancing with the stars asking me what my favorite color was. I couldn't answer the question, you know, and it was like, it's really getting to know myself without having somebody attached to me at the same time, you know, and um, also now being newly sober, like I'm getting to know myself even more, you know, so it's, um, it's a, I'm a work in progress. <laughs> well, and do you think all things being equal, because this is something else we talked about and you, we talked about, you know, this, this initial reticence, would it be great if, if Mr. Charming and Mr. Wonderful existed uh, and, and was interested in taking you for coffee? I actually have to say and admit that I did an interview with entertainment tonight today and um, they guessed. So they asked me the same question and they said, so who would be your ideal boyfriend? And I said, or in what occupation would that be? And I said, probably a neuroscientist. And they guessed the neuroscientist that I had a crush on or that I have a crush on. Isn't that crazy? Anyway, and now I will tell you what his name is. His name is Dr. Andrew Hoverman, Hubertit. Oh God, I forgot his last name. Anyway. Hooverman. Anyway, he's from Stanford. All right. Well, you know what? You're a Bay Area person. Let's. I think yes. there's nothing wrong with putting the word out there. You never. Why not? You know, crazier, crazier things have happened. Yeah, I know. Right. No, I know. And by the way, this is like a good, like it's it's kind of like a an excuse for me not to have to approach it myself, right? So I just say it out to the public, and for sure right. it'll reach him at some point, right? Right. I would think. I think it may well. There's a that right now in Palo Alto. Somebody's like, excuse me, doctor. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this girl named Cheryl Burke, also from Palo Alto, has a huge crush yeah, on you. Uh, anyway, we've got a great guest today, though. We've got Jana Kramer, and she talk about someone who's been vulnerable. I mean, I am a huge fan of her podcast, Wind Down. Have you ever heard of it before? Oh, I sure have. No, I've talked to her many times. She's she's a great career, but she also has navigated an enormous amount of ups and downs in the public eye to a large degree. Yeah, I mean, she's publicly got a divorce, basically, right? Her husband and her co-hosted Wind Down, and now no longer. Now it's obviously Jana's. Um, and I just appreciate her vulnerability. And I've learned actually so much from her podcast, actually. So I'm very excited to talk to her. Be right back with Jana Kramer. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position 
warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hi. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I am good. A little tired today, but good. You look beautiful. Thank you. It's so good to see you. And I'm so happy that you're doing this podcast. Thank you. I'm oh, really looking forward to talking to you and picking oh your gosh. brain about everything. Of course, girl. I got you. I got you. I got you. So how are you? I've been listening to you. I mean, I've always listened to your podcast and I have to say that I really loved the episode with that Irish guy who writes the book, uh, who wrote love love unfucked or something he was amazing oh my gosh because I can't even it just like it triggered something nasty in me but then it also like made me just so so I'm listening to this book right now on audible and it's freaking amazing yeah he's like he was the cool I, actually that's a really good I want to go back and listen to some of the things he said because he was just so spot on with mm-hmm. you know with with just everything relationship. accountability like the fact ah. that he said oh and it's so true it's a hundred percent true. It's just that it's hard for people, I think, to and for me, by the way, to really point the finger at yourself when you know things get complicated. For sure. How are you, by the way? Like, I'm okay. You know, it's been um, a roller coaster ride of emotions. I I'm still grieving, and I think I will be for a while. It's um, it hasn't been as easy as maybe I. And I never would think it would be easy, but I guess it was just the pain of it, right? Like you never, I'm still grieving my father's passing. So it's like, there's just a lot, a lot, right? And I'm choosing to feel my feelings, which brings up so much shit from the past um, that, I don't know, it's it's difficult. There's days and mornings and nights that I miss him like crazy, you know, and it sucks. But um, ultimately I know that it's what's best, but it's hard to kind of have that realization sometimes when you're in it, when you're in the emotion. And I've chosen to really like, not alienate myself, but to, I know myself when it comes to feeling my feelings that I tend to please other people. Like I don't, I I get too scared about what people are thinking about me when I'm feeling my feelings. So I've chosen to really be alone and feel because like, I can't mask it anymore. It's too much. Yeah, I am. I've kind of gotten to a place where I'm holding in what would help me, like in my healing process, um, just with relationships, life, and just in general is like holding space for both. Mm. Um, 
saying, instead of saying like, but it's, and it's like, Mm. I'm hurting and I'm healing. Like I miss him and I'm going to be okay. And it's like Mm -hmm. space for both has been like such a, yeah, such a helpful tool for me to realize both things can exist. Like I can, I can move on and I'm still healing you know, um, and not, you know, it's just, it's just holding space. And I just, I, yeah. I like that's been something that's been great. Cause I feel like it has to be kind of like one or the other. And it's like, mm. it's not black and white. Like it's relationships, life, love, nothing is black and white with, with that. And so it's like to be able to go like, okay, like today I might feel great and tomorrow might really hurt, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm very black or white. I'm working on this in therapy currently. It's uh there is a gray area. There is a middle ground. And I just don't, I, I think my brain is very black or white. So I'm like, that's a great advice. Thank you. I'm, um, I'm actually getting an, and like an, and what that's uh, like an ampersand, I think tattoo, like I'm going to get it. Yeah. And just so like right here on my arm, like just remember, like it is, it is okay to be, you know, um, in, in both places and you will be fine and you will, you know, and totally. you will it's like, you know, I remember, um, some total, you know, the dating world is just like, no, oh, right. I'm not, not looking forward to that. Yeah. It's not like, you know, it's, it's, um, it's interesting, but I remember a guy said to me, um, you know, call me when you heal. And I'm like, ew. Yeah. And I just remember going, that's so triggering for me. Oh yeah. Well, it's triggering. And also it's like, you're almost taking like you're, my, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I know I have like healing work to do, but like, I will be, I'm not holding on to it anymore. It's just some days right. not, you know, um, feel there's great. no like hocus pocus. I'm healed either. Like I yeah. mean, either want to be in it with me or not. Like you're also being honest and true with your feelings. You just couldn't yeah. handle it. And we can have like bad days. And so I just remember going, uh, yeah, no, I'm actually good. Like you can, you can walk away. Ew. Wait, <laughs> how did that? So how did that come up? Was that part of your dating process? Like, how did you, first of all, how long until you started dating? Um, so the I'll say I, I definitely, sh- I should have waited a little bit longer. Um, mm. that is definitely something I look back on and go, but, and, <laughs> um, it taught me a lot of things too. Yeah. Um, and I will say, like, I just got back from this amazing place and I, I would, I would really encourage you to do it. It's called onsite. I've been, um, a couple of times, but, uh, Where is it? it's, it's in Nashville. There's actually a place in San Diego. They just opened it there, but I, I would, I would say it's not, I shouldn't say Nashville. It's, it's like an hour and a half outside of Nashville. Okay. Um, but it's a, it's a there it's, um, experiential, experiential therapy workshop place. And so it's okay. like, and for me, like I've, I've done the group setting, like the living centered program scares me 12 years ago. And then with, um, then I was just like, I need to just get into a room with a therapist for four days. It was like six hours a day and within a room wow. with a therapist and just like hash out some of these like patterns. And, and for me, like, I don't think I would have been able to see some of those things if I did it. Yeah. Like right after the divorce, you know, like, I think like you right. have to go through that process of like, numbing out with it's like going on a date with a guy or like, and, and it's like, right. I think it's sure. That's not the healthiest thing to do, but I don't think I would have been ready to do that work a year ago, as opposed to like the work I just did, you know, this last week. And it's like this mind blowing experience where you're like, Oh wow. Like I needed to kind of go through the last year to get me here to where I'm like, feel good. So is it like a, so is it one-on-one or is it a group setting? 
So you can do whatever you want. I chose to do an individual um, just because yeah. I really just needed to like laser focus. Like, here's my issues. Why do I keep picking the same man? Why, you know, what, what does that say? What, what does it say about me? And right. What I learned from it was like, I didn't realize how much shame I was holding on to. Mm-hmm. So like, I thought shame was something that my ex dealt with, you know, and mm-hmm. like, cause he did things wrong in the marriage. And it's like, no, like the shame messages where it was like, I didn't feel good enough and I deserved it. And I like, don't deserve respect. Right. Right. All right. Right. Just were the things that I was like holding on to. And it was just like, holy crap. Like I didn't realize that was what yeah. it was. Right. And so do you, you do have your own therapist, right? I do. Yeah. And she's amazing. I love yeah. her so much. And so with this, do you have to like, my whole thing is like that overwhelming feeling of having to explain everything again. And you're like, oh my God, like it's overwhelming, you know, to have to like talk through like what happened to me as a kid, the trauma and my dad cheating on my mom and then me getting sexually molested and then me getting into horrible, really, it's like, it's just like, that's going to take five hours, which is why it's, it really, the transition is so hard for me. And then on top of it, I have social phobia. So like anything group anything is yeah. really scares me. Well, and you can, and you can do an intensive and kind of what we did was like, it was, um, you know, I, I get the whole thing, like having to say everything again, the same thing. It's like, okay, yes, this is what happened. I was, when I was five years old, that was the first time I was scared of a man. And then my dad, right. my mom, and then that made me feel abandoned. And then I'm not good enough. And it's like, so it's like, I, I definitely get that process, but it was like a sheet of paper and she, she just made me pinpoint like the trauma points and then like the oh. messages. And then we just went off of that. And then, you know, we had, experiential, like talking from the other, you know, I was able to like, you know, reverse, um, roles and it was, it's wild. Yeah. Amazing. It's like a rehab, but for like therapy. Yeah. It's a rehab for your heart, for your heart. Yeah. For (laughs) yourself actually, which everyone should be a part of. That's so cool. And do you have any other, like, did you ever go on other retreats or is this like, would this be considered a retreat or would this be considered more well, like, mean, um, like, yeah. Cause I mean, it's definitely, there wasn't anything like, well, I mean, like I, I was going to say there's nothing, any fun about anything fun about it, but right. it was, um, it was well, I love that shit. So it's fun for me. <laughs> it, it, yeah. And that's the thing I love like learning and yeah. like, growing and like doing, doing the hard work. Um, mm-hmm. and the community there, like you end up, even though mm-hmm. I was intensive, there was a community there and it was just, I didn't want to leave and I didn't have my oh. phone. And at the end of the day, like everyone oh, wow. tried out and just like exhausted that, like we all kind of came together and just like became this like family of like, we're, we all have issues and we all just need love and support. And, yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. It was, but it wasn't like, let's go do yoga in the morning. And then right. go down this cute little waterfall. Like it was, I, I definitely went you're to in one a of therapy those. room for six hours a day. <laughs> I went to one of those, let's go do yoga in the morning. And I was like, actually, and then group dinners with name tags. And I was like, mom, I can't do this. Mom, my mom and I went to this Calavi like retreat, which I loved. I loved Oh yeah. That looks really pretty. I was so happy that you yeah. did that. It looks like really, um, it looked like you were, uh, re- refreshed. Like and it, and it was. But I didn't, uh, I didn't choose to do the group, uh, yogas or the group, you know, but it was still nice just to get out and be with my mother. But anyway, um, yeah. it's just been really challenging with my sobriety as well, just to like, I guess still try try to figure out my own identity, if that makes any sense. And then yeah. also my own identity without somebody with me because mm-hmm. I got sober while I was with. So, um, it's interesting to, for the first time, feel certain feelings that, living alone again, you know what I mean? And just, um, figuring out life and 
the dog and, you know, simple things, but big things, because I used to, I guess, depend on him a lot more. Could I ask you a question around, around that? Mm-hmm. Because he was like your, I don't want to say this person, person yeah. for like going, like becoming sober. <laughs> has that been, I know I read an article saying mm-hmm. that you've definitely, um, uh, struggled with right staying sober mm-hmm. and it came out but like do you think it was because like like okay I'll say this my my ex-husband was kind of like my anxiety blanket so it's like um, I needed him to be with me because or I needed to um uh like oh god I can't like fly in this thing like he it's like because he was he would always like he Cause I kind of worked through my anxiety, like mm-hmm. a lot, like in that marriage. And I kind of like made him be like my blanket of my anxiety. Right. But the weird thing was, is like, when I got out of it, I had zero anxiety. Like I've had the least anxiety in my entire life. Oh wow! So it's like, I'm curious if you saw, if you've seen anything where it's like, yes, like you've struggled with it, but is there a piece of you that's, um, where you realize like maybe something that was like, like for me, like my ex, like was actually making my anxiety worse. Yes. Yes. Well, I see a difference in the dog. Is that weird to say? I mean, like dogs do feel energy. I mean, I also see a difference in, um, in the way I handle things, right? Like I, I've always said you are who you hang out with, right? So there'd be like little tendencies that started to happen. Like I would leave the fridge open too. I run the water longer than I normally do. And I actually started not liking that side Mm -hmm. of me all of a sudden, you know, and, but when it comes to just the, you know, right now my house is going under renovations at the moment and the energy of the house is completely different because I, I hear it from other people that walk in, they're just like, it's so much more calmer and it's peaceful. And, um, and I just think that I, my expectations, right. Like are not being let down anymore in a way. Like I feel that, I don't know. I think my expectations in general are so high that moving forward, what I've learned most really is um, that I need to not have such high expectations because then I'm setting myself up for failure. I think in general, what do you fear for the next chapter? Well, first of all, I just fear dating. I freaking don't, I don't love going out, let alone going out sober and meeting new people. I mean, this is exactly why I have social phobia. And on top of it, it's like the small talk and the, oh, hi, how are, it's just like, and then if I do like somebody, it's like waiting by the phone. Like, I don't like that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm 38 years old. Like, right. Like, God forbid, is this guy going to text back? How long is it going to be? Like, I actually don't like that. And I feel so um, desperate in a way, in a weird way, you know, and, um, the whole dating app thing scares me a little bit too. I'm just like, there's gotta be some people out there that just want to like, try this old, the old fashioned way, you know? Yeah, no, I, I definitely hear that. And it's something where I feel like, um, for the last year of kind of being single, um, I put myself on trial and that's not how it should have been. And I think it was, what do you mean by that? So I, I put myself on trial to be like, are you going to pick me? Am I going to be enough for you? And it's like, I shouldn't put myself on trial. Mm -hmm. They should be on trial where it's like enough for me. Uh, Yes. 
you know? And it's like, but I think because, you know, I had all those like shame messages. I just, again, yeah, you're right. Like, am I good enough? Are you going to love, am I lovable? Because I've been told I'm not, and I've been told that I'm this and I'm, so it's like, so I just had that. You're constantly questioning yourself. Like, are you good enough? And if this person's going to define it by his response, basically. Exactly. And so, you know, and that's like such a, and I've been able to like, see the like twist and the change in that where it's like, you know, I'm not waiting by the phone. If someone's not texting me, it's like, I know my worth. So like, yeah, good girl. You yeah. Text me. But like, yeah. if you don't like cool. Cause I'm not like gonna. And I think like getting that power back and like not putting myself on the trial has been like, right. Good switch to now, obviously there's moments where I'm like, right. That's <laughs> like, you know, yeah. And also like if someone doesn't, and cause I'm not a small talker, I'm, I'm like, this is my shit. This is what I've done. You probably would read about it anyways. Um, X, Y, and Z. And here it is. Yeah. I love that. But I'm I mean, not like, but I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not going to make excuses for it. I'm not going to say sorry for it. This is what I learned. And this is who I am today. So it's either, you know, right. take it or leave it kind of thing. That's amazing. I mean, that's but something that I aspire. No, it's not. I don't think it is at all. And I think that look, I aspire to be where you are today because I don't think I've ever had, um, I don't think I've ever not put myself on trial. Like, I don't think I've ever, I don't know if I'm there yet to say that, you know, to really believe that I'm good enough that I, that no other man is going to define me or that, um, I go through insecurities, you know, and I think that that has a lot, like you said, to do with shame. And until I am able to call it out and really do the work, um, which I'm, starting to definitely do, then I don't think that I can get there organically or even be, this is why I say I want to wait to date because until I'm there, I'm going to repeat the same pattern and I'm going to end up with the same person. Well, here's, here's the thing that I'll say to that. So I've been getting my shame messages since I was five. How old were you? I was four. Okay. So how many years? So that's 30 plus that we have heard those messages. Girlfriend, it's never going to leave us. No. We will always struggle with not feeling chosen. And it's going to suck when someone, because it's going to ignite those, like, just like it'll, but that is, and I'm also knowing, okay, when I go there, I have to affirm myself. No, I am good at, like, I I am going to choose myself or I'm not going to stay in this situation that's, that's not serving me. And those, like, those messages will always be there. It's just what I do with them. And if I believe them or not, like if I give them more power than right. like what I would tell, like, you know, they talk about like your inner child. It's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. does my does my little girl inside of me deserve to feel this way? No, like that's yeah. having said that we've had so many of these messages for our entire life that of course, like we're going to deal with that forever. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. giving it the power to, but it, you also said as something that is um, key believing it. And I am definitely, I know intellectually what to say and I can give advice and I, I know what the therapeutic way to say things. And I know what I need to do eventually, but I don't believe it yet. Sure. I mean, it's just, that's the thing. It's like, it's a, you know, the thing that we were doing. Yeah. At the the onsite, you know, I'm, I'm chucking these rocks, like, you know, abuse and like, I don't, you know, I'm thinking I deserved abuse and like, yeah. And then she's like, say the thing back. And I'm like, and I was like, I'm just like bawling. And I'm like, well, what if I do? And then it's just, so it's like that, like just retraining your brain that like people yeah. don't deserve that. And like, and 
I know that people don't deserve that, but then I, you know, of course it's, it goes back to me and it's like, you know, love, love yourself how you would love your friends. Exactly. But don't you think though, that I actually, and the question was this to the audience, the last episode was, you know, I was talking to Teddy and Tamara um, about this and I was saying, you know, I'm just not ready because Tamara's advice was to get over someone, get under somebody else. And it's like, (laughs) that to me is actually, I am a professional number. Like I actually can do that easily, but that's, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to break the pattern, right? I'm trying to actually break it so that I look within and that I start to do the work from within because I could easily be distracted. I could easily be all up in whatever it is in order to numb, right? That now that I don't have drugs and alcohol, it's like now I can just figure it out because I, I can, I'm a professional number, but I'm really trying to sit in it. And I think I need to feel that pain and that emptiness in order to start building that foundation again, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And, and believing in yourself. So that way you don't repeat the pattern, the same pattern. Cause it's, <clears throat> because again, the message is like, we will continue to repeat if we don't break that cycle. Right. And right. I totally hear like, I've always, I've always put my worth in me being in a relationship and in a man. Yes. Yes. That has always defined me. And if I wasn't in a relationship, well, guess what that means? I'm not lovable. I'm not chosen. Yeah. I'm not yep. good enough. Um, and then when I am with someone, I'm like, Oh my God. So I'm like, it's just that, like, it's like, I want to be so solid in myself that like, cool. If a man comes in cool, if he doesn't, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, that's the work that I've been doing the past, you know, few months. And well, are you there? I will say, and quit. So I just got, you know, back from that retreat. So right now I'm all like self-love. Yeah. And I that's don't, amazing. Even, so I'm definitely like in yeah. that bubble still. Um, yeah. And I also know that I'm not going to let myself be in bad relationships again. And so when I said, when, you know, someone lies to me again, like, I'm going to be like, no, like I don't deserve that. And I'm out. Or, you know, um, if they don't respect me, like I, I will, I will leave so much sooner. And I've, and I've done a better job of leaning, of leaving sooner than I have in the mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's just, you know, I, I write, write things on my mirror. Like I'm enough. I am worthy. Yeah. Like, and it's like, just like, seeing the positive messages instead of the negative ones has just like as elementary as that is. No, it, it's not. I do the same thing. I, totally. Yeah. Um, and now it's kind of like, you know, yeah, you know, like I just was texting someone, but it's like, eh, like I'm not going to put like a, I'm not going to put myself on trial. So if you don't want to get to know, right. Me, right. Whatever, cool. And be like, I don't really need it, which is kind of nice. I'm like, I'm kind of looking forward to like, singles hot girl summer you know what I mean like I and love just, it like not even dealing yeah. with them, just like going to have fun like I've yeah know, kids arrangement now I'm like all right I got like a week to go see my friend in West Palm or a week to go see my girlfriend nice. in Colorado and just like yeah. not like oh well this guy it's like no like I don't want to live my life for a man right you want to do you yeah. yeah yeah that's important so I so, know you were just in a relationship back to the question of like because I'm just trying to figure it out for myself like I know there's no rules but sure. like I don't even see myself dating anytime soon. Right. Like, and I mean, I just know that I can't give, I don't have, I don't have anything to give at the moment. I need to, I owe so many years to myself that, um, I don't think that I would be of any, I guess it'd be a waste of time. Like, honestly, I think that I would get so consumed with that person as I do. I get very obsessed and consumed with one person sometimes that it just totally will take me off track. So I'm being very, 
Um, like I'm not texting anybody. Like there's nobody, right? There's nobody around. Um, and so how long did, how long was that from your separation, I guess, to you dating? How long did you take? So again, it was something where I should have, I should have taken more time. Um, so I, I separated in April and I started hanging out with someone in July. Okay. Um, in, and that ended in August, you know what I mean? So it was okay. like, so it's like, that was, that was fast. Um, and then I, you know, took another break and then I started dating that one guy in uh-huh. September that ended in October. And then I met, you know, uh-huh. and then I was like, okay, I'm ready to have a boyfriend. But I think at the time, like, again, I wish I would have just, um, I wish I would have taken six months just to like, Mm-hmm. not focus. My whole thing again was like, I am, I'm not whole unless I'm in a relationship. And so right. I'm, like, I'm trying to find like, who's, who's my, like, who's going to be my, You're my trying person. to fill the I'm gap yeah. for Christmas. And like, right. you know, like just like, and, and, and then, you know, you, you end up staying in, I, or I do is I end up staying in situations that don't serve me at all. And that yeah. you know, aren't good for me. And then I repeat the same pattern and ends up being the same man. And I'm like, Oh, because I'm, just grasping for like someone to mm-hmm, love. Me. So mm-hmm. it's like, my focus is my kids and just right. continue and to believe that I, that I am worthy and that I'm deserving of a love. And I'm, I'm a big believer that, you know, when that all aligns, like he'll, God, yeah. will, you know, God will send me my man. <laughs> so, totally. and yeah. how have you, thank you for letting me know and telling me, I know it's private information, but, um, it really helps, you know, just to feel like I'm not alone, but, um, when it comes to being alone now and waking up alone when you don't have your kids, how does, how do you feel? Is it all new to you? Do you feel like empty or? I go in waves. So it's, um, again, it's like, I was forced to file for divorce. It was something that I never Mm. wanted to do. I didn't really have a choice. Um, and it's really hard not having my kids. And also my marriage was very toxic. So Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful my kids aren't in that environment anymore. I'm thankful I'm not in that environment anymore. So yeah, am I lonely and sad that my kids aren't here? Absolutely. Like I hate it. It it tears Mm -hmm. me apart. And I also know that they're getting, they're going, they're going, they're experiencing happier, healthier mom. They're experiencing a happier and healthier dad. Mm -hmm. And um, when they are here, I just really cherish the times that I have with them. Yeah. So, uh, because here's the deal. I can, I can cry about it all I want. And I have those moments where I definitely get sad and this sucks. And I'm like, I don't, it doesn't make sense. And it's not what I wanted. And I hate it. Like, what is that doing for me though? You know, it's like, I can't change it. Right. Getting back together ever. So like, this is just like, this is just what it is. And now yeah. I just have to go, okay, how am I going to make this the best experience for everyone? And what am I going to do in this process when my kids aren't here? So, you know, last night I had a girl's night and I stayed up really late nice, and I nice. was able to sleep in and like, you know, take good. care of some self-care and, you know, yeah. time. so good. Good for you. It's the holidays though, that like really get me. Um, like yeah. this, this will be the first year that I don't have them Christmas morning. Like that's going to suck. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And I will that's for sucks. sure ugly cry because <laughs> that's, because that's how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. And it's painful. And so, you know. Speaking um, of kids, uh, do you think I should, um, so I'm like in the, I'm like, do I freeze my eggs or not? I'm 38 years old. Um, 
And I also suffer from body dysmorphia. So it's like, I have this thing in my head where it's like, I can't freeze my eggs until I have a man or I can't freeze my eggs until I'm retired off of the show. Because, you know, if I gain a pound, God forbid, I'm going to, my mental health will be at risk. Um, what do you think of freezing my eggs, I guess, or freezing eggs in general? Do you want kids? I don't necessarily, I'm not like saying yes, I hundred percent, but I'm also saying, I'm not saying no, I don't like, I want to have the option. In when you're 70 on your front porch, on your little, whatever chair, yeah, would you have chair. regrets if you didn't have a kid? Yes. Freeze your eggs. Okay. Thanks. Mm-hmm. That helps. Yeah. No, I've never thought of it like that because yeah, you're right. Like there is, I don't like to live in the what if, you know, mm-hmm. and why not have an option? It's not like I'm actually having a kid. So. Well, here's, it's, it's there. And at the end of the day, if you're, so I've got a girlfriend, she's 40, um, still hasn't found the one fine. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't find them till later in life. Or at least I pray for our sake. We like <laughs> because I mean, I would like to like, you know, eventually like, I'm like I want, I want share your life with somebody. Yes. Yeah, I was like, I'm a com- yes. I want companionship. It just has to be. The yes. Right um, too bad. I don't like, see, I mean, you're going to have to, I know. sorry, but <laughs> I know seriously <laughs> man like so my friends who's 40 so she's like hasn't found it and she's like at the point where she froze her eggs when she was 35 and now mm-hmm. she's like considering getting an embryo or like a um the, the yeah yeah. Firm, yeah. Make an embryo. yeah yeah and I'm like awesome do that because yeah. here's the deal like you're waiting for this person that might not come for the next you might not come for another five years and then you're going to be like, man, I wish I would have like tried or yeah. being a single mom is hard, but you can do it totally. and you can do it. Like you yeah. would, you can, you can definitely do it. Of course you want to do it with someone. And, but yeah. I'll also say when I was, you know, raising my kids, I was so alone. It was like, you know, cause he wasn't really, you were basically yet. doing it alone. Yeah. yeah. So no, I hear you. you know, it's one of those things. And also like when I met my ex and he had cheated two weeks into us dating, I stayed because I'm like, well, I'm 30, I'm going to be 31. I need to have kids. And it's like, don't settle either for the, right. then you're in this situation. But also like the same with my parents before we were out really quick, I was just going to add that my mom was a single parent. My dad cheated on her. And at the end of the day, like, I don't think I would be where I am today if they stayed together. Right. Like sometimes yeah. it's better, better for the psyche and just in general, the environment is just so toxic, but, um, Thank you, Jana, so much for doing this. And uh, I appreciate everything that you do and all the work you do and keep it up. So thank you. Well, I I love you and I appreciate you. And I I know that, um, I know this is a really, really hard season. Yeah. And give yourself like a ton of grace. Totally. And um, yeah, I just, I know, I I know and believe for both of us, for other ladies out there Mm -hmm. that I'm like, there's always like the silver lining in the end and there's the light that will come. It's just, mm-hmm. you've got to walk through the, the dark path to get there. Unfortunately, for sure. there's always light. I don't believe that anyone, um, or I mean, you know, unless, yeah, but I, I just, I always believe that, like there is light at the end of the tunnel. Like it yes. just takes a minute sometimes to get there. And it's like, I'm still like, yes, as, as happy as I am, like I still have my moments. Of course. And, yeah. You know, I still wonder like, am I ever going to, someone ever going to love me again? 
and also it's kind of like one day you will have that feeling and I'll have that feeling again of falling in love, hopefully again. And like that, and, and hopefully it's, it's real. And, you know, cause yeah. men these days, they, they've Jesus got it. Christ. They're good. They're good. They're, they're they think with yeah. one thing. Yeah. Anyway, thank I you love again. You really I love you too. You. Let me know when you're in LA and we'll continue um, this week. romance between me yes. and you together. I know. <laughs> let's do you it I'm like, literally i'm like well glenn and doyle like i'm like she maybe had something on it you know but i still don't like so we're good i know i like dick but i'll be there for you so. emotionally okay i'll be there for you emotionally perfect <laughs> all right well let me know next week and we'll get together okay bye friend okay. see ya This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. All right, guys. So we got lots of responses from listeners from episode one's question of the week, which was, when do you think you're ready to date again after a breakup? And I want to read one of the first emails that I've gotten from Jeff. So Jeff says, hi, Cheryl, where to start? First of all, wow, in caps and lots of exclamation points to listen to you on this podcast, being so open and honest and raw is really a privilege. And I'm so appreciative that you are allowing me as a fan to get a glimpse into your real life and into the difficulties that we all face. Perhaps I'm guilty of assuming that you have less problems than the rest of us because of being a champion dancer. It's enlightening to be able to see the challenges that you have to deal with. FYI, I am 58, just turned 58 on May 3rd. We have the same birthday. Happy birthday, Jeff. Married for 35 years with three grown kids. So let me say relationships are harder and even after 35 years still require constant work. But if you find someone who is willing to put in that work, it is so worth it. I wish I could give you a big hug and tell you that everything is going to be okay. But since I can't 
I just want to say thanks for allowing yourself to be so vulnerable and hopefully you'll be able to grow and learn things about yourself from this podcast. From everything I've read and watched and heard about you, you seem to be a wonderful person who someone will be so lucky to be in a relationship with you one day. In the meantime, I'll be continuing to listen to your journey. Please stay strong and take one day at a time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you, Jeff. That is so encouraging. Your words are beautiful. And yes, it really is just one day at a time, right? Like I, I, you just really can't control or predict the future. And that's what I'm learning. So thank you for listening. And thank you for your beautiful email. Um, all right. So as you guys know, at the end of every episode, um, I ask a question to you listeners. And the question for this week's episode is what is the key to getting back your confidence after a breakup? So make sure you email us at burkinthegame at iheartradio.com or DM us on Instagram at burkinthegame. Again, the question is, what is the key to getting back your confidence after a breakup? Thank you guys and see you next week. Thanks for listening and coming along this journey with me. If you like what you hear, then feel free to give this podcast five stars. You can also follow along with my journey on Instagram at Burke in the Game. And if you have any advice or want to write in, then email me at Burke in the Game at iHeartRadio.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.